Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hi, I'm Roz. Today, Wendy and I are going to be reading and discussing James chapter 1. But first, I'm going to open in prayer. Lord, open our hearts and minds today as we read your word. Speak to us and help us to understand what you want us to learn about you. Amen. Today we're reading James chapter 1 verses 1 to 18. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes dispersed abroad. Greetings. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God. He gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exaltation, but let the rich boast in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises, and together with the scorching wind dries up the grass, its flower falls off and its beautiful appearance perishes. In the same way, the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. Blessed is the one who endures trials, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. No one undergoing a trial should say, I'm being tempted by God, since God is not tempted by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he's drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. By his own choice, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Hi, I'm Wendy. The start of the chapter tells us this is a letter from James, who was an apostle of Jesus, quite likely Jesus' brother, writing to the twelve tribes, which possibly means Jewish Christians or perhaps the people of God who are spread far out and away from Jerusalem. Straight away he talks about their trials, so perhaps they have been spread out because of persecution, for being Christian. What stands out to you in the passage, Roz? Well, it looks like the original Christian readers were having a hard time. They were being tested and had to endure. James encourages them not to give up, but to grow in maturity by depending on Jesus. This might not be something we expect when life's hard, even to the point of being joyful, because we know that the testing of our faith produces endurance. It strikes me that the last thing I think about when troubles happen is that I consider it a great joy because I have the opportunity to increase my endurance. But looking back on my experience when troubles have come, I felt it was a pivotal point in my faith 
and I had a choice that I could throw it all away or turn to Jesus and trust. What helped me during those times was listening to the Bible being read and listening to Bible talks. It would be very helpful to remember this when troubles arise. Yes, when I'm going through difficult times, I also find listening to worship music really helpful. Yes, I also find it helpful to remember the words to that song that says, Where else have we to go when you alone have the words of eternal life? Yes, I'd agree with that. And I have different favourite worship songs, but one that keeps coming back to me is an oldie but a goodie. Great is thy faithfulness, and specifically the words, All I have needed thy hand has provided. The good news is that endurance under trials will eventually make us mature and complete in our faith. It's a bit like exercise. It might be painful at the time, but the result is worth the effort. Yes, I'd agree with that. Strikes me that God really wants to give us wisdom if we asked, but there is a condition that we must ask without doubting, and that is not always easy to do. Yes, I wondered about that too, when it says here to ask without doubting, because then you won't receive anything from the Lord if you doubt. Does that mean that we should never have any doubts? I think he's talking here about doubts when asking for wisdom, and we should not be double-minded. So what do you think James means by being double-minded? I think he means putting our trust in other things and not really trusting in God alone. We need to ask in faith whenever we ask God for something. Yes, but that's hard because sometimes God doesn't answer the way we'd like him to answer. We have to ask in faith, but realise that God is God. Yes, and it's ultimately up to him how he answers our prayers. From this passage, he promises to give wisdom, maturity and the ability to keep going under trials. And that reminds me back to when I was first diagnosed with breast cancer 12 years ago. I remember when I was first told that I had cancer, I just felt this overwhelming peace that God was going to look after me. And during my breast cancer journey, I felt my faith was put to the test and it grew and matured far more than if I hadn't had breast cancer. And you know, Wendy, I'm not asking to have breast cancer again, but I'm really thankful for that time and how God showed his love for me and really looked after me. I could honestly say during this time, I felt a real joy in the Lord, even though it was a very difficult time. That's a powerful story, Ros. Something else that stands out to me, in verses 9 to 11, James says that believers in humble circumstances are honoured, while believers who are rich are humbled. This is very countercultural in our society. It's hard to understand what is meant here. However, the Bible does tell us that the first will be last and the last first in the kingdom of God. We need to remember and realise that our wealth is not our own, but a gift from God to be used wisely. We should try not to hold on too tightly to things in this world or put our trust in those things to get us through the tough times. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yes, I actually found that hard to understand because of the harshness of the words about rich people as we're classed as rich in this world. But yes, I do find it a real challenge to not hold on to things too tightly. Something else that stands out to me, James gives a really good explanation of how we are enticed into sin and that God doesn't tempt us. What do you think about that? Yes, I agree. The point that sticks out to me is that the desire to do wrong comes from within and we must resist temptation to avoid being dragged away. It's interesting that James says we are drawn away and enticed by our own evil desires, 
And we need to remember that temptation itself is not sin, but when we act on that temptation, it gives birth to sin, and the consequence of sin is death. But we must just thank God for Jesus that he died for our sins because we don't do a very good job of not sinning and we know we've been forgiven because of his death on the cross. Yes. And James says that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. And this is a reminder that God made the universe, including the wonderful lights that we see in the sky. God never changes. He chose us to be his and he loves us and these are great things to remember. We can also be comforted to know that God blesses those who endure trials and promises eternal life to those who love him. Yes, and the promise of eternal life was so very important to me when I faced my own mortality when I had breast cancer. So Wendy, what's the take-home message from this passage? Well, we need to remember it is God who gives good and perfect gifts and to stand firm when we're going through difficult times. We can ask God for what we need rather than looking to our material things that will let us down. And rather than shaking our fist at God when troubles come, we can turn to him for wisdom and endurance. Yes, I think you've summed that up well. Can you close in prayer for us? Dear God and Heavenly Father, you know us and you love us. Please help us to lean on you in the midst of trials so that we would stand firm in our faith and grow in obedience and love for you. Amen. Thank you for reading along with us in James 1. You can read the rest of Chapter 1 to be ready to read along with Beck and Catherine next time. See you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals 1-2. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.